It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Time to turn on the Shark Spotlight. Welcome to another edition of Shark Spotlight. Today, we have Jan Ruda joining us. Jan, you come to the San Jose Sharks as part of that big deal with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but you've had quite a journey through the hockey life over the course of many years. Give us your thoughts on joining the Sharks. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I'm really excited, you know, uh, last year. Uh, I didn't have the pleasure to play with uh, any of my countrymen. And this year, uh, there's going to be a lot of us. Uh, and uh, uh, to be honest, I can't wait to play in a warm state again. <laughs> well, you, you played in Tampa and you won a couple of Stanley Cups there, obviously, during your years with the Lightning. So uh, we hope that that kind of warm weather gets to uh, to Sharks country pretty soon. All of it started for you in the Czech Republic, of course, in southwestern Czechia. That's uh, an area that's that's called Pisek, which I was doing a little uh, research on it. And I understand that this is a, a really arts-oriented community. There's a lot of education. There's a film school there. Tell us about your hometown. Yeah, I mean, it's I it's a really historical town. I think we have like like some like crazy old stone bridge and the city puts pretty much all their all their money into uh, renewing and restoring all those uh, old buildings because it was founded, I think, 12th century or something. So it's a small town, but, uh, you know, it, it has a castle. It has uh, still like a few pieces of walls. And now everything's it's pretty nice. It's well kept. So it's definitely worth a visit. They say that's the oldest bridge in the Czech Republic and one of the oldest in Europe. And you, you probably have to feel pretty lucky that a lot of the Czech Republic did not get destroyed by World War II. And a lot of that was preserved, for instance, in Prague, which is just a beautiful city that we visited last season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I moved into Prague six years ago and I fell with love it fell in love with it for like at the first at the first sight so i've been living here for now for six years uh i really love this city well from pishek you moved to uh, another part of the czech republic komatov where you got your uh, hockey career started but before then how old were you when you started playing and when did you fall in love with the game uh, i think i started when i was five uh i started pretty late compared to all my other teammates uh, I come from a uh, handball family. You know, everybody in my family played handball. Uh, I don't know why why my dad brought me to, to the ice hockey ring, but uh, I just tried it and uh, I wanted to keep, keep keep playing, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's funny because handball requires a lot of dexterity, a lot of hand-eye coordination. Do you play much handball and does that actually help you if you do? Uh, I, I think I played handball like, Maybe maybe several times when I was a kid, but uh, I don't know. All my cousins and you know my uh, my uncle and my dad they they all played handball, but uh, I've never even been a part of the like a 
like a youth team. I just played for fun a few times, but uh, yeah, my my dad just probably wanted, wanted me to be a hockey player, I guess. Well, when you got on the ice, obviously you developed a, a great bit of talent and you were recognized for that. Uh, what was it like moving away from home to uh, to, to go play? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess everybody everybody nowadays, when they, they want to reach that next level, uh, usually uh, a player has to move at the, at the young age. I moved when I was 14, so... Uh, as everybody can say, it's it's tough. You know, you you basically grew up without a family. You just uh, sign, you know, like a teacher or somebody who's just uh, supposed to keep an eye on you. So uh, it's uh, it's fun and it's uh, sometimes it's hard at the same time. Really? So you're 14 years old and you move away from home. And I don't know if you know the whole history of the way it works in Canada. They actually move you in with a family. They call it a billet family. And you live with them. They make sure you get the, the right type of food and you make sure that you're you're in the right place at the right time. And then you go play the sport. But it, less so in the Czech Republic, you, you basically are kind of more on your own and you just have somebody kind of looking over you? Uh, the team, they just put us in like a dorm type of place, I guess. There was just like one floor. It was just uh, hockey players. It was like midget and midget through juniors. So you just get one room. You you have one roommate who's usually your age. So you guys can be on the same schedule. And there is there is a like a one teacher slash guardian, like a guard kind of just like you know. So everybody goes to bed at the proper time, and that's about it. Wow, that's that's really an interesting kind of comparison to what happens here in in uh, North America. Similar, but yet it has its differences. So, when you started to play in in Komotov, I assume that that's where you were when you first started playing. Uh, you, you probably had a chance to play with some pretty good hockey players. Is that when you started to develop an idea that you had a special talent for the game? Uh, like before, before. Before Komutov, I used to play three years in uh, in a city called Pilsen. That's where the best beer from Czech Republic comes from, right? Right, right. And and so uh, during that time, I was already uh, in the Czech national team under under sixteen, under seventeen, under eighteen. And then I made my transition to Komutov because I just thought there is a better chance of me playing in senior hockey. So <clears throat> I guess in in Pilsen, I kind of noticed that uh i could be i could be any good at hockey how is the beer in pilsen by the way uh it's pretty good it's pretty good i mean you know all all the good all the good beer halls in prague i'm sure you tasted it uh they serve they they serve pilsen beer so uh it's pretty good no doubt about it uh pilsner urkel is is the number one beer as far as that comes to the united states by the way when you were in in komatov one of your teammates there Looks like was uh, Miroslav Zalasak, who actually played for the San Jose <laughs> Sharks a little bit. Uh, are you still friends with him? Did he give you any clues about San Jose? Uh, no, he didn't. But uh, I, I think he he's he's working as a scout for a, not, a different team in the league now. And I remember uh, before I came to the NHL, he was scouting for a team. So I met him a few times during the Euro Hockey Tour, which is, which are the tournaments in between seasons. Where, where it's like Sweden, Finland, Czech, Czech, Czechia, and it used to be Russia. And there is there is a bunch of scouts at those tournaments. So I met him there a few times, so I was kind of nice. So you, you finally have an opportunity to play pro hockey in the Czech Republic, as you mentioned. Uh, uh, Czechia's team, Komatov Pirati. Is that uh, <laughs> Czech for pirates? Is that what that means, yes. pirates? Yes. 
kind of interesting because uh, uh, the Pittsburgh baseball team is also the Pirates. We'll get into that <laughs> later. But uh, you were not drafted. So that meant that uh, that the National Hockey League was kind of a, 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 a big distance for you from, from where you were. The National Hockey League was just a kind of another world almost. But by that time, when you started playing pro hockey in uh, the Czech Republic, did you get an idea that uh, that you felt you wanted to come to the NHL? <laughs> who wouldn't right but uh uh no my 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 process of uh being being a hockey player took took a lot longer than i would like you know the 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 difference for me uh uh the transition between junior hockey and the senior hockey was uh was a bigger hurdle for me than uh for for uh, for other players so it took me took me a lot of years you know i played i played in some uh uh interesting Czech leagues and teams uh before i figure it out i guess but that makes you a stronger person though doesn't it the ability to adjust the ability to go to a new place and get to meet friends and and become a good teammate yeah i mean i i played i played uh when i when i was playing in europe in Czech. uh i definitely uh got my fair share of ups and downs and uh, you know as you said it makes you stronger uh whenever something bad happens to me whether it's a shift or you know uh a bad season a, a bad game i'm always trying to take something positive out of it or if not positive just something uh to better prepare so uh those things uh doesn't often doesn't uh, appear as often hockey has a way of testing your confidence certainly because you're playing against outstanding players that uh, that certainly aren't going to allow you the ice surface uh, just because you're on the ice they want to make sure that they take control too um, what what was the hardest part about that about dealing with uh, let's say a tough game or, or a tough moment how do you deal with that yeah as you said for me for me and I'm sure for most of the players it's it's just confidence you know and uh, I was like uh, in the NHL, the team is structured. You have you have a drafted drafted players, and you want to develop them. in 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 European leagues, there is no there is no draft system. So just like the team, that's you know they have money, they can spend them whenever they want. So they can they can get new group of players basically every year. So just just to crack crack the team as a younger player, it's it could be difficult. And to get to get a confidence in a coach from a coach. It's sometimes it's really hard to get, and uh, it took me a lot of years to really feel that confidence from a coach. And you know, once once the coach trusts you, it's uh, it's much it's much more easier to play with confidence. Who were your favorite players growing up? Uh, I would have to say Peter Forsberg or Robert Reichel. Interesting. They're both forwards, but you're a defenseman. <laughs> yeah, I used to play forward when I was a kid. Did you? When did you become a defenseman? Uh, I would say probably 15 or something. Yeah, 15. I went to a tryout to Pilsen, and the only spot that was open was for a D-man. So I just tried to play a D-man, and it worked out. Well, you certainly have a reputation for being a very steady player. Uh, they almost call you um, Velcro because people stick to you. That's the kind of uh, uh, way that you play defense. Would you say that's pretty accurate? And, and how would you describe the, the way that you play? Uh, as, as you said, I used to play forward. Then I was an offensive defenseman, and uh, uh, last last couple of years, I just figured out that the best way to to help team win is me using my body and my 
my uh, hockey sense in reading the reading the game. So uh, my role used to be in, uh, being that defensive defenseman, and uh, you know, I take that as a compliment, I guess. The the Velcro, you know, I'm just uh, it's good. Well, that's the way that, that people describe you, and that that is a compliment, no doubt about it. But you've also got a very good shot. And I remember that uh, from the moment you got to the NHL with the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, you know, maybe that hasn't necessarily been displayed all the time. You're not on the first power play unit necessarily. But by the way, do you, don't you think that you can help in that area? I mean, power play is something that uh, I was I was good at. Uh, that's that's I think that's how I got noticed by by scouts and by by managers in the NHL. So that's that's how I got my chance uh, in the NHL. Uh, obviously, it's tough to to be the number one or number two guy in the league. You know, there's so many talented guys, and I was on some pretty good teams. So it's something that I that I was uh, I was playing and I was comfortable in. And you know, we'll see how it goes. You're listening to the Shark Spotlight on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We're talking to Jan Ruda in the Shark Spotlight today. Jan is coming to his fourth National Hockey League team. He began with the Chicago Blackhawks back in 2017. That's a little bit older for an average guy to get to a National Hockey League club. A lot of kids come in here at 19, 20, 21. Do you think that that was an advantage for you that you were able to mature and when you finally got an opportunity to play in the National Hockey League that you were more ready? Yeah, in some ways, in some ways for sure, I was more mature as a person. And the the jump from, you know, it was a big culture shock too. I I came from Chomutov, which is a really small, really small industrial city. You know, you know, like the streets are almost always empty and you come into Chicago where the traffic is crazy and everything is so quick. Not just not just the hockey. The hockey is faster, too, but just just the regular life is so much faster, too. So me being uh, me coming to the the america basically when i was 26 it was it was so much easier because sometimes for europeans that come from the smaller cities i think it could be a could be a challenge well your your application of the english language is very very good was uh, was that something that you developed here or did you have a, a an understanding of the language before you got here yeah i always took interest in english in, in a school i don't know why i i just i just like the language and i was always uh, trying to Trying to watch watch movies and TV shows uh, with uh, original audio, and last two or three years, a couple of my best buddies were usually Americans or Canadians because I was probably the only single guy on the team, and they usually came with with no family. So uh, there were some days when I would go without speaking Czech, and I would only speak English. So that helped me a lot. You were talking about your adjustment to the big city of Chicago. Uh, give us an idea of how you got contacted by the Blackhawks. Did you have any other places that you could have gone in the NHL or were they the first team that called you? Uh, I think it was it was World Championships in Paris. I think it was 2017 or 2016, something like that. I'm not sure of the year, but uh, that, was, that was the year when I felt like uh, – I played I played pretty well in Europe and I I wanted to uh, give a chance to sign a two way deal and uh, I had a I had a several teams that that uh, had interest and I looked at the offers and I looked at the depth chart of those teams and uh, I thought that the best chance of making a team was Chicago so I picked the Chicago. 
the Blackhawks have very, very great traditions uh, over the course of their history. They've got a bunch of Stanley Cups in the last few years. Uh, Jonathan Taves, captain of the team. Patrick Kane, uh, one of the great stars uh, in the United States over the course of his career. What was it like having them as teammates when you go to training camp for the first time and you're playing against and with these guys? Oh, it was crazy. I remember like four years before that, I was really into playing NHL on PlayStation. And I used to I used to play as those guys. So it was it was crazy. Also, I I I think uh, the the equipping equipment managers they didn't didn't think that uh, I was gonna make the team. So in the main locker room, they put me on the side with uh, with all the forwards. So I made the team, and I had they had to keep me on on the same spot. So uh, I sat next to Kaner the whole year, and it was it was funny. I was just like looking where all the D's were sitting, and and then that was me in the in the sea of forwards. Yeah, but that makes sense because you used to play forward, so that's okay, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was it was special, you know. Like as I said, you know, uh, I was playing in Czech second league. I was playing PlayStation as Kaner, and a couple of years, couple of years after, I was sitting next to him uh, in the locker room. It was it was crazy. What do you notice about a player like Patrick Kane or like Jonathan Taves? The way that they work every day, and what kind of an impression did that make on you when you were with them every day? It's just. Uh, when you when you're in the locker room around those those players, not just Kaner or Taser, when you have, you know, when you have uh, Stamkos in Tampa, when you have Sid, like they're they're just those superstars that there there's like these things that make them unique, and they just they just are so incredibly talented and developed in those areas, and that's why they dominate so much. You know, like I don't think either of those players is the same, but they just have that one or a few things that they're just better than everybody and they just perfected those things. And that's why, that's why they're dominating. What do you make of the idea that, uh, that you're going to be part of a team here in San Jose, that's going to work its way back to the playoffs and challenge for the Stanley cup. And how do how do your experiences help you uh, help this team now? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great challenge. You know, I, uh, I've, I've been a part of some successful teams in the last, last, last few years. And uh, this is a new, new, new situation for me, and I'm, I'm actually pretty, pretty, pretty excited and looking forward to, to be a part of, uh, of a team that's trying to build a new culture. You know, uh, trying to get, get back to winning. Uh, I know it's not going to be easy, but uh, uh, I hope I uh, lived through some of my experiences in a few years uh, that that can that can help. Well, you didn't play in the playoffs for Chicago, and you kind of were part of that group uh, there at that time, getting some regular play, but doing a lot of watching. And then you went to Tampa in that trade, and you ended up winning a couple of Stanley Cups. And you mentioned Steven Stamkos, and you know uh, all of the great players on the Lightning uh, that you know that uh, that score so many points and have so much depth. Uh, Victor Hedman, another outstanding defenseman, uh, somebody that's a multiple Norris Trophy winner. Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point. Uh, tell us about your experience in Tampa and what's it like to win the Stanley Cup? Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. You know, uh, there's been so many things that happened. We uh, we had a Europe 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 trip too. You know, so that bonded that bonded the group a little bit too. And then we went through through the COVID Cup when we spent two months in a bubble. That's just it's just amazing bond between the, between everybody basically on the team when when you spend as a 
basically like in the prison camp two months and then you then you get the best trophy you can get it's it's amazing you know the, like the first cup i couldn't believe it the second cup it was amazing but it was kind of advantage because you you knew what's what, what's what's gonna happen so uh it was better for uh it was better in uh planning what do you want to do with it one of your coaches there was an original member of the san jose sharks he played defense rob zettler tell us your experiences with him yeah great guy great guy I can't tell uh and I've have good th- things about him, you know. Uh, uh, it, it it was definitely tough for him because he came after, right after we won the first cup, and uh, you know I I think he felt a lot of pressure to to you know fill the shoes of his uh, predecessor. So you know, and uh, we went we went back to back. So uh, I was really happy for him. Speaking of that, uh, what's John Cooper like behind the bench? Is uh, what's he like to work for? Uh, you know, like sometimes if you catch him on a good day, he's, he's really good to talk to. And sometimes, sometimes he can really let you know that you, you screwed up the the, the game before, you know, so you never know, but, uh, it's definitely fun to work with him. It's kind of funny because you've talked to and worked for a lot of very interesting coaches. He's one of them. And I mentioned Rob Zettler, then you get to Pittsburgh and Mike Sullivan's another former San Jose shark that, uh, that obviously has uh, a knowledge of the Bay Area. Um, tell us about your experience in Pittsburgh. You signed with them as a free agent. You ended up going there for the year. Um, give us your thought on last season with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, obviously, last year was a disappointment. You know, I think I think we had a, we had a team that uh, was supposed to at least make the playoffs, and uh, <clears throat> you know, from the start we were just uh, too inconsistent. We we had some injuries, and uh, you know, the the year the year was. The year ended up being being a being a disappointment. But now you're part of something exciting with the San Jose Sharks, and you were part of a big blockbuster trade that uh, sent Eric Carlson over to the Penguins. You came here with Mikhail Granlund, who was one of your teammates in Pittsburgh. Do you see this opportunity for you with the San Jose Sharks as a fresh start and a good opportunity? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh... You know, it's a team that uh, obviously lost a, lost a lot of a lot of their core players, and uh, you know, we'll be probably finding a little bit of our identity as a team. And being a being an older guy, I, uh, you know, it's a it's a new situation for me, and uh, I'm definitely excited for that. What about the idea that you can play with a couple of your fellow countrymen? Radim Shimek is here as another defenseman, and uh, Tomas Hurdle is one of the top players uh, in your country over the course of the last few years, and he's going to be here for a long time. What about that chance? Oh yeah, that's awesome. You know, I can't, I can't, I actually can't wait. I was just skating with Tomas Hurdle. I'm, I'm really happy that I got to meet Tomas a little bit over the summer. I met, uh, I met once with uh, Radim Shimek. So, and I met with uh, a few times. I met with uh, Philip Zadina, who's, who's, who's also Czech. So, yeah, a little, little bit of uh, Czech mafia in the locker room for sure. Always nice to have the Czech mafia in full force, and we will definitely see that. It really is is something else to play in the Western Conference. You spent most of your career in the East, where the travel is a little bit easier. You probably have some memory of it from Chicago, but wh- how do you think you'll adjust to that? Oh, I like this. I, to be honest, I like this this uh, this schedule. I like it much more. You know, to to be like one week at home and then go on a longer road trip. I think I think it's awesome. You know, you get you get to plan your your days when you're home instead of just basically packing your suitcase every other day, and then just having fun fun on a fun on the road. You know, so. Uh, it's going to be something new, but um, definitely looking forward to it. 
You know, you're bringing up an interesting point because uh, a lot of people here in the West don't realize that when you play for a team like Tampa or Pittsburgh, you spend a lot of time going one day road trips. You know, you always have your suitcase packed. You're, you're not at home for any length of time. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I think like I like it more, more the way that, uh, you know, I pack my suitcase and I go some to play to play four games in like, you know, let's say eight, eight days and then come home for a week. Uh, rather than you know being one day home, two get two days on the road, and three game three days at home, and then one one or two days on the road. So, yeah, I uh, now in my head now it looks pretty good. You know, <laughs> I don't know how it actually is gonna feel, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, the one thing that is different is you sometimes don't have the opportunity to practice because you do have to travel, and that is an adjustment you have to make with your off ice work. Yeah, I mean, you know. You learn something every day, you know, uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, if there are any adjustments, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the coaches and the strength coaches, they already have it dialed up. So I'll just learn a few, few new tricks. You're listening to the Shark Spotlight on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We're visiting with Jan Ruda, defenseman for the San Jose Sharks here in the spotlight today. Uh, Jan, tell us about what you know about the city of San Jose. Actually, last year uh, I I was on a road trip, but uh, I was still hurt, so I was just traveling with the team. So obviously, everybody knows the Santana Row and all the all the good food and all the good shops. But uh, I took a little detour because I had I had some time, and <clears throat> I was so bored. I uh, I was just like strolling outside of the Santana Row, just like walking and. You know, it 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 seemed it seemed really nice, so I can't wait to explore some more. Well, you'll certainly like the weather, that's for sure. And I already talked about playing in the Western Conference, but what about playing against some of these teams in the Pacific Division? You're going to have to face Connor McDavid, and you're going to have to face Leon Dreisaitl a little bit more than you would have if you played in the Eastern Conference. And players all through this this division that are pretty tough to play against. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 pretty excited. I mean. There, it's no fun to like you know be defending like Connor McDavid or like Leon Draisaitl as, as you mentioned, but uh, uh, I spend most of my time in the East. So now being being able to meet other superstars more often and actually get to see them, you know, and focus on them, uh, I think it's going to be pretty 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 cool. Is there anybody else on the San Jose Sharks that you know from anywhere? I know Anthony Leclerc. We 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 spend a. Uh, sometime in uh, in Chicago together give us a thought about him I, I he really seems like a great guy oh yeah great guy funny guy I can't wait uh, he, he's definitely gonna be allowed in the locker room you know uh, uh, yeah definitely excited I got to meet I got to play against him a lot in uh, when he was in Florida so uh, I'm definitely happy to have him uh, on my team because he's 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 pretty fast but by the way, that's another interesting thought, the idea that there are different types of rivalries in, in the eastern part of the country. Um, we talk about San Jose versus Vegas or San Jose versus Los Angeles and Anaheim here as the big teams sort of that the fans get excited about. But what's that Tampa-Florida rivalry like to, to play in a game like that? And what are the fans like? Yeah, I mean, it, there there wasn't that much of a rivalry, but I think uh, during the second cup run uh, when uh, – uh, we, I think, it was the first time Tampa and Florida actually played a playoff series against each other. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a 
uh, how to say it politely. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I don't think there was much of a contact with the puck. It was just pretty much four games of hitting and then we maybe played hockey. So, you know, uh, it's, I think it's good for the league. It's good for the hockey, you know, to get the, get the people excited and, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to, to see these rivalries. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how you all play. And of course, when you're looking at the at the Sharks defense, you've got Mark Edward Vlasic with a lot of experience. You've got Radim Shimek. You've got several other younger players. You got Matt Benning, who's got a lot of experience on defense, like yourself. Um, what about to, you're you're looking forward to seeing your teammates and playing with them? Yeah, I mean, I'm really I'm really looking forward to to come to the city, you know, explore it. But uh, you know, I think the training camp is going to be. It's gonna be pretty exciting, you know. I can't wait. Um, uh, I can't wait how how we gonna uh, how we gonna uh, do on the ice, but you know, it's gonna be fun. What do fans need to know about you as a person? What do you like to do off the ice? I really like food, you know. Uh, not 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 that I would eat a lot, but I I'm I'm I would say I'm picky about my food. So you know, definitely when we are on the road, uh, I always do my research and make sure that I go to 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 a restaurant that uh, I either really like or I haven't I haven't been been before. So I always like to try new food. So uh, yeah, that's that's a good one probably. I think you'll fit right in because there are a lot of guys like that. Are, are you a good cook by any chance? No, no. I, I do amazing scrambled eggs, but uh, I think that's about it. It's funny how you, you talk to some of the players and, and they say, you know, that's really important that they do all their own cooking and then some other guys don't do it. But the importance of nutrition is is still critical to your career, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just lucky. I have, a, I have a fiance that's an amazing cook, you know. So uh, I, 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 I'll cook maybe a few times a month those scrambled eggs, and uh, the rest of the days so I just get served food. So that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good at scrambled eggs too. Uh, so you you say you have a fiance. Uh, what about the rest of your family? Where are they at? Uh, I have a sister. I think she lives in Luxembourg now. Uh, she she works in a she works in a uh, flight industry so she's always somewhere she's always somewhere and you know my dad my dad he he still lives in my hometown PSEC so he's still admiring that old bridge uh, do you think that they might have a chance to come and see you play in the National Hockey League and have they ever done that oh yeah oh yeah I, I did I, I'm not, I don't know if uh, San Jose is doing the dad strips or not but uh, my dad can't wait can't wait for every dad strip like he, he he's he's he, he's just loving it all, all, every time that's really special isn't it and I, I noticed that a lot of the dads have so much in common they get along very well oh yeah oh yeah for sure and you know it's crazy I think my, my dad my dad's like in his in his late 50s and I think he started picking up English when he when he was 50 or something so he's not very good but uh, I think by like his second glass of wine he speaks fluently with everybody <laughs> that's perfect uh jan we really really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you to have you get to know to have us get to know you a little bit better and we're really looking forward to your time with the san jose sharks thanks a lot for being with us today yeah thanks for you like the shark spotlight is a presentation of the san jose sharks audio network